Hello, Stefano Lucera. We are sending this automatic communication related to your registration to the event Rando Imperator 2019, which is scheduled on the 4th of May 2019 and on the 5th of May 2019. 300 kilometers more, 340 already. The 4th of May is gonna be hell. Hello everybody and welcome to Brumwagoon. Better not to have a road bike if you want to get there. And I'm talking about the Rand Imperator. 340 kilometers from me from Munich to Bolzen with a lot of gravel. So yeah, my 3T Explorer is gonna be the best companion that I can have in this first event that I'm joining at the beginning of the season. Just guys, the 4th of May, isn't it too early in the season? Okay, don't talk about that. You're gonna know everything about that and you're gonna know way more things about that just listening to the other side of this episode uh, where the interview is gonna be mostly about that. Let's start as usual saying thanks to 3T, but I already said that, and remember to everybody which one are my contacts. Hello at calamaro.cc, that's my email. Then calamaro.cc on Facebook and Instagram. Then you can find as well, read Calamaro on the Twitter. And then don't forget that you can find this episode wherever you are listening to podcasts. So it could be Apple Podcasts, it could be Google Podcasts, it can be Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, everything. Obviously, Spreaker is always in my heart because it's the place where I host this amazing thing, this amazing piece of content that I'm producing every single week. That's why, and a lot of people already have, are doing it and have done it, just please continue sending me some feedbacks and some cool stuff because I really need your support on this adventure. Especially when I talk about this adventure, I'm talking about the Rando Imperator. Straight into it, I just want to ask you again that I still need to buy some bicycle bags. So if you have any idea which one is the best bicycle bag, probably saddle bag, something like seat post bag, and maybe also handlebar bag. Everything that you may you think that can be helpful on a 340 kilometers uh, rando, randonneur, just tell me which one is the brand that you think it's best. And uh, I will try to understand if I can buy it in Switzerland, when I can buy it, or if I need to withdraw it from the the rest of Europe and pick it up in Italy. Yes, because I'm gonna be in Italy super soon, April. In April, there's gonna be on the 14th, sorry Lele, last time I made a mistake, on the 14th of April, there's gonna be La Resistente in Cesena. Go look on the Google, look on the Facebook, La Resistente, La Resistente Cesena, choose your... A keyword and try to be there. You're gonna find myself pretty easily on uh, the um, on the counter to subscribe to help you subscribing to the event, and you're gonna have for sure a blast riding in the places where uh, the resistance, the partisan, were fighting against Nazis some time ago. And it's gonna be a good revival on the history and uh, in everything that is related to that. And this is something, yeah, that I really, really want to, to remember to you. Another thing, still uh, talking about events. Um, this week, uh, Andre from Chimbar, I probably don't have to say that. Anyways, I don't care. He's organizing this amazing ride race event, I would say it's a gravel event, that is happening in uh, uh, ah, I, I don't know how to read it, uh, Sachsen Swiss. And the thing, okay, the event names is Bohemian Border Bash, Bikes Bros Bruets. And it's from the 12th to the 15th of September in the southwest of Czech Republic and the border with Germany. And uh, it's gonna be a blast. A lot of uh, good brands and good people are supporting it. I'm uh, talking about WTB, I'm talking about Chimpanzee, obviously, I'm talking about 3T, I'm talking about Assevers. A lot of friends of mine already raised their hands saying that they're gonna participate to that. I need to figure it out. I believe I'm gonna be there, but I need to figure it out because of a lot of different things and different events and different stuff that I'm doing at the moment. I probably will 
completely empty my tank of holidays for my daily job. So I don't know if my boss will let me go there and take some holidays to do that. But I hope that Felix is not listening to that, otherwise he will kick my ass. And uh, But that's another story. I, I don't know if I'm going to participate, but really, this is something that I would never... And I think I'm not going to lose it, but I would never lose it because it's going to be a premiere. And it's always good to be at premieres, right? So just go to uh, the Instagram account Bohemian Border Bash. Uh, on the Instagram or you can find it. I believe this. Yeah, there is also bohemianborderbash.com That is the website and check there because it's gonna be really an amazing place where to uh, Unleash your gravel bikes because this is exactly the case Bohemian Border Bash you will not get there on a road bike for sure not and what else I want to tell you? Ah, yeah, as I was telling you at the beginning, this event is gonna be... No, it's not this event. This episode, that is always an event. This episode is gonna feature WeTour, the WeTour guys. These guys that are organizing a lot of bike nights, uh, ride into the night in the best places of Italy, and then ride to Capodanno and the Rando Imperator, that is their... Um, Highline of their choices out there. I've made the registration just this morning So I'm gonna be there in Munich and the 4th of May to start uh, This amazing event 340 kilometers from Munich to Bolzen even if the rando finishes officially in Ferrara But from Ferrara from Bolzen to Ferrara is all flat and I don't want really to lose any vacation for 300 kilometers of flat rides So I'm gonna stop straight after the Alps but that's not the point. So I'm going to take part to this event today. Simone is going to talk and my microphone on that. But I want also to tell you, don't forget that the Vitor guys and also another bunch of friends of mine this weekend, 23rd of March, 23rd to 25th. Anyways, the next weekend, they're going to all be to the cycling world of Dusseldorf. Everybody all the time told me that in Dusseldorf, uh, this bike fair, this bike trade show, it's an amazing one. It's really close to the culture of the people. It's pretty, it was pretty similar to um, the Berliner Fara show before, but different because in a smaller city. And uh, I actually suggested to Simone to go there because it would have been the best place where he can advertise and spread to the people the spirit of the Vitor events. So they're gonna be there and they promise me that if you go there and you say, hey Simone, hey Vitor people, I actually came here because I've listening to Broom Wagoon episode where they're talking about you and where you are talking. Well, these people that are naming Calamaro or Stefano or Vitor, no Vitor for sure because you're gonna be there, or the Broom Wagoon, well, they're gonna get some coffee for free. So, yeah, don't forget to give my name to them. And for sure, harm, uh, sorry, warm uh, hugs. Here you go. Warm hugs are gonna be involved in the situation. If you don't like warm hugs, just amazing strong coffee is gonna be enough. Stop talking from my side. It's time to my guest to have a talk on the other side, and I will talk to you at the end of this episode. I don't know, I think that in this period I'm really talking and trying to catch up with the all elephants that I have in the room, small brackets. I'm still in the recording room where I'm usually, and uh, as well, I still didn't set up as a studio, there's still a bed, it's still a bed, but you don't want to know about my moving things. Uh, I was talking about elephant in the rooms, and I know these guys here, the both of them, even if one is going to be hidden uh, under the curtains probably, uh, since a lot of times, especially Fabio, I know him since ages now, but we met actually finally, together also with Simone, last year during the Berliner Farachau. God bless Berliner Farachau that is not happening anymore. And why I'm interviewing them today? Because they are part of this collective organization association. I will let them explain it. The name is, and I'm going to make a lot of mistakes here, uh, is Vitur or Vitur probably. And these are the guys that are organizing a lot of amazing adventures and stuff around mostly Italy, but I'm talking too much. So start from the beginning. Hi, Simone. Hi, Fabio. How are you doing, hi. guys? Hi, hi, Calamaro. Very well, thanks. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, super happy for having you here today. And actually, yeah, as I was telling you, there is somebody hidden under the counter, under the curtains over there. So you are not going to listen to Fabio's voice, but you know that his presence is there. It's something like, I don't know, having always Winston Churchill behind the curtains that is telling you which one is the politics that you have to follow. But that's another story. So first of all, I want to ask to Simone, because he's going to be the only one talking maybe. Simone, did I pronounce it correct? Because I like actually to cover myself in ridiculous on pronouncing stuff. Is Vitor or Vitor or Vitor? <laughs> nice, that is none of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't believe that. It's uh, Vitor. And Vitor. Yeah, it's uh, actually not very easy to pronounce that. And uh, once the name came out, actually, I realized that it was uh, very tough on the phone to pronounce that and to spell that. Uh, but it sounds good, right? So, uh, Can you pronounce it for me? We tore. We tore. Okay, makes sense. Okay. It's a bit German Is as it? well. I don't know. The, uh, no, it depends on, the, on how you pronounce the W. So Vitor. I don't know. I don't. It sounds like Vittorio. We can call it Vittorio. Yeah, we can try that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Simone, tell us a bit of background about yourself and about Vitor and about whatever you yes, want to thanks, say. Then. Uh, so, it all uh, came out from my incredible passion for cycling. That It all started in uh, 2007 as I did this uh, big tour around Europe from uh, Ferrara, that is my hometown in Italy, to North Cape, so North Cap in, uh, at, the, at the top of Europe. Uh, and then when I arrived to North Cape, I, uh, it was a strange feeling because, of course, the excitement, of course, the being there. But in that moment, I realized that I was missing all the organization part behind that. So, you know, the, 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 the tour, it took us, it took us uh, 45 days. Uh, but the big memory of that is the organization part. So when I came back, it started growing in me something like, uh, okay, I did an experience on a bike. I would like to continue. So do some, uh, so um, use the bike for traveling mostly. Uh, but I also would like to uh, put other people on the bike. So to make other people passionate about that. And, and that's how it started, slowly, slowly, in 2013 with our first event. And now we are doing that for life. We are uh, organizing events on a bike, uh, open to everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, maybe just um, if you want, we can actually make a step back on your crashing into cycling. Non-crashing means hitting something, but actually how cycling hit you. So how everything started between this kind of, let's say, love, I would say? Yeah, we can say that. Your relationship with the bike, how everything started. Yeah, oh, luckily I never crashed against anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and, uh, no, I'm saying that because it happened to me all the time. I still have a lot of scars on my body. because of <laughs> and, uh, and it's a very uh, good point because uh, actually it all started together with Fabio that is here behind the curtain. Yeah, really? it all started there because we were at the high school together and around the third, fourth year, um, around that, um, there was a friend of us that was into cycling. And he asked us, why don't we go for a ride of uh, 50 kilometers on the cycling paths around the city? So we went there and, of course, I came with my mountain bike, very, very low-profile mountain bike. Fabio was on his uh, city bike. And when I'm talking about city bike, it's not like probably <laughs> like in Germany that where we have this uh, very expensive city bike. But here we have uh, this called Graciela uh, Cancel, you know, the, <laughs> the, one you, <laughs> the one we find in the garages, basically. Okay, and, okay. Uh, and it happened that when we arrived at the, um, after 25 kilometers, we arrived at the point that we, it was time to, to come back and the bicycle fabulous stopped working. So he was not able to come back, basically pedaling. And, and I pushed him back all the way. In that moment, for me, the bicycle became uh, effort, became uh, adventure. And I never yes. stopped. So I, I have this uh, feeling of bike as, uh, as doing something incredible on it. Okay, okay. Uh, well, if I can actually, you actually, it seems like you have done a lot of incredible stuff. You were talking about your travel from Ferrara till Cape North. Yeah, right? to North Cape. North Cape, yeah. sorry. A couple of in Italian. Sorry, guys. You're going to listen to a lot of Italian expression today. We are, everybody's Italian here. So, yeah. 
pay with me. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did that, and uh, and the, the year after it, uh, I mm, with some other friends because at that time I was doing a triathlon, and I was preparing uh, for an Ironman uh, in Zurich, by the way. Yeah, really, I did the, that. the most expensive Ironman in the world. <laughs> Like everything here in Zurich. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, while we were very well trained on a bike, we we did our we did our first Ferrara Bosen Bolzano because a friend of us had this house of uh, grandparents in uh, Merano that is very attached to Bolzano, uh, and he always dreamed this guy about uh, going from Ferrara to meet the parents on a bike. So we did that. We organized that and. From that experience, started our first event that we're going to talk later, the Rand Imperator. So it all comes from there. And then I did some other tours in, uh, around Europe. So with these, these friends, I went from uh, Frankfurt to Ferrara and from uh, Krakow to Ferrara again. Okay. As you can wow. see, it's, all, it's always about uh, Ferrara as a starting point or a point. Is the center of the yeah. world. <laughs> the center of my world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you can eat amazing stuff. But that's yeah, no, I, I, really, I really love the city and I really think uh, it's a very big potential connected to tourism on a bike. And, uh, and actually, I did the choice of uh, coming back to live here. I was living in London before uh, because of that, because I really believe in, uh, in this city and in his uh, territory. Okay. And so when I traveled, I, I was trying to connect Ferrara with some other parts in, in the Europe. Yes, yes, yes. And that's why actually also, okay, let's put it in together. Because of your passion um, on Ferrara, because of your passion on long distance cycling, because of your passion on connecting Ferrara with all over the world, and because of your passion on organizing stuff, that's how then Vitor came out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it came out uh, as um, I mean, if you if you say we tour for in my in my in my vision, my idea is like a shouting we tour, right? Like an achievement. And ah, makes sense, makes sense. So it's kind of the shout, the uh, the sound that's come out from your voice, yeah. with all lungs out of it, saying, "Okay, we are riding, we are touring, yeah. we are enjoying on the yeah. bike." So imagine, you know, it all started. I was imagining a, a guy jumping in a lake from a rock, and that mom is shouting, "We tour!" So it's uh, that, that's what we're trying to express during our events. This uh, this part of excitement, this uh, this achievement. Okay, so we can actually then start from here and saying that actually we tour mostly the main activity is organizing several rides, really iconic ones, I would say. And probably we can start with the last one. Let's start from the bottom. So I was here in Zurich and I was still riding because it was in November, November end of November, December, when I've seen actually the shout out on the Facebook from your social media, the Witter social media. I think it was Facebook or Instagram, I don't remember. And it was actually claiming this ride that you were going to do and then that we, you have done at this point, the ride to Capodanno. What the hell happens in your head while you are organizing a ride in the festive part? So it's everything about Festive 500 and stuff, but still a step forward on that. And what actually come out from your head in order to do uh, how many kilometers were they? It was 365, so one per day of the year. Exactly, 365 kilometers in the middle of winter, not actually in the southern, in the most southern parts of Italy. How everything come with that? How everything came with this? Yeah, so you have talked about the Festive 500. And uh, uh, I must tell you that uh, since I'm organizing these uh, events, uh, they, they, they were just in the uh, spring and summer season. I actually stopped cycling in that part of the year. So ah. For me, cycling as a passion that I would like to continue in my life, it became from October to March. As a period, and the fact of uh, joining the Festival 500 year by year with a group of friends, it was for me the my tour, my my travel between friends, uh, 
Uh, and then <laughs> it came to our mind the insane idea to organize an event <laughs> just for the festive days. <laughs> okay. So, because also in Italy it's growing this thing of uh, not stopping cycling during the winter. Uh, if before we were uh, attaching the bike in the wall during the, yes. yeah, the cold uh, month, now there are lots of people that are cycling so it's growing and and the group of people that was was joining this uh, friends tour was growing as well as we decided to make an event out of it so using of course the popular meaning of this festive 500 we did our version of uh, the we tour festive and we call it the right to capodanno as it has to be capodanno in italian in, in english means uh, new year's eve so it's a ride that uh, brings you on a bike at the midnight of the New Year's Eve. So it's a celebration. We want to sell it as a celebration for all the cyclists in Italy uh, to to bring your passion also when uh, when it's, it's almost like nonsense to cycle, right? And um, and that. So it came out this idea, and it was the first edition in 2019. Uh, it came out very nice, very nice event. How many participants? We had 20 participants, as we thought to keep the group quite uh, minimum. Uh, our our maximum participation would be 50 person per per tour, mm-hmm. okay. um, because it wants to. It has to be the final tour of the year of we tour. So, like a kind of event to create a community around a family tour. Sorry, family, a family tour. tour. Yes, exactly. And it it actually happened because this group that cycled for three two days and a half together, and we joined this uh, we can call it party, but in the end <laughs> it was more like cenone di capodanno, a dinner in an agriturium, so in a, in a place where uh, you could finally see the stars, uh, the, the sky full of stars. The, we were us and a uh, few dogs around uh, barking in the dark. So that's. I cannot imagine really a better New Year's Eve celebration. France, bicycle, heating good, and know these fireworks and mess around that usually the city uh, gives you for dinner, you know? Quietness, bicycle, friends. Wow. It's a celebration for your passion, basically. It is, it is, it is. And uh, did you take part of it or you didn't try it? Uh, this year, unfortunately, I didn't cycle. Uh, neither Fabio. We were the media supporting van as it was useful for us to take out the pictures and videos to promote it better next year. Uh, but definitely next year, I would like to cycle that because... Uh, I want to become the event where uh, riders can cycle with the inventor of We Tour, with uh, who is behind all the events that they are used to to join uh, year by year. Okay, okay, it makes completely sense. I want maybe actually to take something like a side road because I like to do that. And you were mentioning before the Rafa um, Festive 500 and like everything started for you actually on riding all in the winter season or whatever. But you have a special attachment, right, with the, uh, with the Festive 500 from Rafa. You won a couple of prizes about that. Am I wrong on that? We had this conversation. Uh, no, you're right. I won one prize uh-huh. and I was uh, uh, mentioned as uh, twice the year after. Uh, for the um, uh, for the video, the the movie I presented, and okay. the first time it was 2015 that we won, and we did this uh, tour again from Ferrara to Rome. It was the Jubilee okay. year, so we brought uh, as a gift to the Pope uh, this uh, particular sweet originally from Ferrara that is called Pan Papato, that means uh, the bread for the Pope was okay. a, a dessert invented from nuns a long time ago uh, and was used to br- uh, be brought to the Pope as a gift uh, on horses. So basically we used our uh, modern uh, uh, iron horses to yeah. do the same thing. And okay. we, made out a video. we made a video out of that and uh, we, we got the, the second prize that was uh, a travel with Rafa for one person of course, it was three of us, so we asked uh, uh, 
it was possible to join uh, for all three. Uh, it was not. So they gave us one chance for a free ticket plus uh, other two discounts. But in the end, we, we didn't manage to, to go because of the period. I was busy. Uh, so they converted into Rafa Claus. Rafa. Ah, okay. Yeah. So something like one one harm warmer for Yeah, you. yeah, exactly. So basically, something like this. For the year after, I was completely dressed by Rafa. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. So it was enough. Let's yeah, say. yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I can understand that the attachment from you to this festival around this riding in the winter part. So really, it's something that this comes from the past. Uh, but maybe we can actually move forward to another to another iconic event that you're organizing with Vitor. And uh, I think that you have another, another really nice story on that. And I'm talking about the night rides. The night rides. Yes. Um, the night rides are basically are called the bike nights. And um, these are uh, rides along the most beautiful cycling ways in Italy. Okay, so only cycling path. Only not cycling on the path. Uh, of course, uh, now uh, we have explored all of them in Italy. Uh, uh -huh. Because there are five, maybe six. Yeah, exactly. We have, uh, we have six of them. So, because, <laughs> okay, uh, as I'm talking about 100 kilometers, we are looking for this uh, 100 kilometers on the cycling way. And it's not very easy in Italy at the moment. But, you know, there are lots of projects of building new cycling ways as uh, finally exploded also here this. Uh, bike stuff and um, and and nothing we are like uh, we start at midnight and from a city center so again we are going from one point to another point so the city to the to the outdoor we are ending at the at the down uh, in uh, beautiful places that are uh, you know, they are special for a particular territory, like, for example, the Lago Maggiore, like the, uh, the Austria border, uh, the sea, the one from Ferrara arrives to the sea. And uh, this is the project that gave us actually the, the possibility to make a tour as a work. So we are, of course, very attached to the thing. And it all started, uh, I mean, and I, I didn't invent anything, right? Uh, simply, I, when I was living in London, I joined the the night ride London to Brighton. Oh, yeah. wow. Yes, I know it. Yeah. Exactly. That is uh, amazing. I mean, I did it in 2012. There were like 6,000 people. Just to give you an idea, uh, the first one left at midnight from the city of London. And I, we, with my wife, we, we, we started at uh, 1.15. So it was a massive group of people. Uh, and we, when we arrived to the, to the sea, uh, I thought, my God, this was a, an incredible experience. And uh, also my wife, that is not a cyclist at all, could manage that. Uh, so I decided to, to start in Italy. So to bring it to, to Ferrara, as we have the, the good point of having uh, this uh, cycling way along the Po River, that is the main river in Italy. That brings, brings us to the seaside in uh, exactly 100 kilometers. So the first uh, edition of Bike Night was in 2014 with 200 riders, and now the Bike Night of Ferrara sees around 1,500 riders. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot it became, of uh, How can you manage, actually, the organization on all these people? It is, uh, it is tough, uh, but it is uh, incredibly energizing, right? Because when you see this uh, in the dark, all these lights, it's, it's amazing. Wow. And uh, yeah, I would say that, yeah, it's great. So you were talking that, or oh, you didn't say that, but I can add that. So the bike nights are six. Yeah, are can six. You name them? We start from Ferrara, then we go to Milan, then we have uh, Assisi. So it's going to be the first time that we go in uh, Umbria. Fantastic, fun, uh, in, uh, fantastic region, really. Yes, and so you're doing also a bit of uphills there because Milan, not many uphills, and uh, Ferrara, I'm not going to argue on that. But yeah, Assisi, is a, it, it, they have a, an amazing uphill. Yeah, ride. they have. And uh, in fact, it is uh, probably the toughest that we're going to have. But oh, this wow. is the event that we are um, really offering to to everyone, not even, even those that, that are not uh, cyclists, that are not uh, much trained. Obviously, it's all organized, so uh, anybody can have the possibility even to rent an e-bike. 
Oh, okay. Uh, I want to say that all the bike nights are open to any kind of bicycle. We had the participants in um, in rollers. We have participants in uh, I don't even know how to call them, like <laughs> monocycles. Okay. Well, yeah. The, how is the name of that? The scooters. No, no. Ah, no, monocycles. Ah, yeah, yeah. The one with one wheel yeah. and no handlebar and nothing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So basically, it became an event really for everybody. And uh, something that gives us uh, energy is the fact that we are, uh, um, how to say that in English? Yeah, we are, uh, um, I mean, many people get closer to bicycles thanks to these events. Once they do okay. it, they can't stop riding anymore. Yes, yes. That's a really a great spirit that I get. Uh, so let's put everything in a context. That's really my best feeling and all my starts with the cycling that happened, actually, because I was one of those. I've never ridden the bicycle before after my uh, master degree. Yes, it was my master degree. And then I got into a trip, completely newbie. I was there and still I got into the trip since then. And I'm talking about it was 2008. A seven 2008 so 12 years ago now i cannot live without bicycle i have two bicycles in front of me i'm gonna go out after this talk with you for a lunch um, a lunch break ride and really can't finish anymore but that's the point i believe that uh, cycling must not be um, a sport um, a place where only people that think uh, the same or just cyclists from generation because of, I don't know their legacy of their parents or whatever are riding the bicycle but must be something inclusive because once that you touch the bicycle you cannot leave it anymore and that's the spirit also for you right something like involve so many people as possible also at their first experience or whatever without saying okay you are not trained you cannot do that but still saying okay why don't you come with us it's gonna be easy you can do it with us we're gonna do it all together it's gonna be without cars so not so dangerous and then from then you are gonna see the cyclists of the future themselves as well but their kids their nephews or whatever yes you use the right word it's uh completely inclusive and uh, one apart the night that uh, at the moment is a unique project in Italy. Um, the most uh, powerful thing uh, from our point of view is the fact that it's uh, one of the only events where you can uh, join these two completely different publics. Um, no, publics is not the right word, I'm sorry. Uh, target. The target, target yeah, exactly. Um, as you can see, those ones that are uh, very well trained and they are used to do two, three times a week at their 100 kilometers, to those ones that they are joining the event just because the friend is going and uh, and for them, they will get out of that with the, oh my God, I did 100 kilometers at night this year. And they they will wait for the next uh, edition, eh, right? Uh, and, but they, they, pad, they cycle together. And this is incredible, especially in a country as Italy, where uh, we have a Gran Fondo or we have uh, the city rides. No, that's amazing, really. That's really the spirit that I always appreciate about uh, your events and um, events like yours or whatever, because really, Italy, so uh, the cycling Italy, let's put it in that way, is made of people that or they want to compete so they are the ones that are thinking about okay i want to have um i want to push this hard with these watts and whatever i want to push harder my ftp i want to arrive first to uh, the maratona delle dolomiti or uh, gran fondo via del sale or whatever is close to it or people that are just going there to buy some bread there's not so big yet the scene of bike packing for example of leisure riders i will I, I like to call them so people that are just going out with their bicycle maybe with a camera just to take some pictures and enjoy the amazing scenery that actually we are so fortunate to have in italy even if i'm living in switzerland but here is good as well uh all the all the all the performance or just utilize the bicycle in order to do small things not the leisure of the bike and that's what we are promoting yes exactly yeah, that's amazing. Really, really great job. Go straight to the other event that I would say is really the iconic event where everything started for, from WeTour. And uh, I'm talking about the Rando Imperator, that small brackets, probably I'm going to say it again at the end of this episode, I'm going to take part to this year and damn you guys, you are doing it so early in the season that probably I'm going to die. But 
Talk a bit about the Rando Imperator. What it is, how it is, which one was the first edition? Go for yeah, it. so before I said how this idea of Rando Imperator started, it all started between friends. And, and then we got closer to the city of uh, Bolzano, right? And uh, they have noticed us as we were going uh, one year from Ferrara to Bolzano, another year from Bolzano to Ferrara. Uh, after three years, they, they said, look, but why don't we make it as uh, an event out of that, open to, to the public? Uh, and it became in 2013 the first randonne Bolzano-Ferrara. Okay, okay. So okay. 300 kilometers, 300 and something. Um, then uh, the city of Bozen uh, asked us to study uh, another route that was going from Munich, from, um, from Augsburg to um, close to Ferrara, Verona, but uh, po until the Po River. And Sorry, but thanks Fabio for the tip. For the suggestion, exactly from Augsburg, then to Verona and then to Bolzano, yeah, exactly. And um, and we did this uh, this study of this uh, ro uh, cycling road that is called the Via Claudia Augusta, and it was the ancient road done by Romans to connect the Danube to the Po River for commercial reasons, right. So the, the route was going through the Thermpass in Austria and the Passoresia between Austria and Italy. As it, it's one of the easiest passes uh, in, um, that crosses the Alps. And after the study, we, we said, but why don't we make our uh, randonnée the, from Bozen to Ferrara double? Uh, of course, we, we have checked on Augsburg, but it was a bit difficult to, to reach from uh, from Bozen from Ferrara, so we thought uh, instantaneously about Munich, as uh, it's a very well uh, known city also for Italians, as there is the Oktoberfest. Uh, yes, it's true. Yeah, it's really good there. And I think all the Italians have joined the Oktoberfest in their life at once. And and so the the first edition was in 2015. The total uh, 600 kilometers. To be precise, it's uh, 650 kilometers, but it's uh, subscribed uh, in the brevets of Randonnée as a 600. And we give this possibility of uh, choosing three, and this next, I mean, 2019 is going to be four events in a weekend. And I'm playing that. Uh, so a rider is able, uh, is capable to join all the, so 300, first 300 kilometers, Munich to Bozen, or second 300 kilometers from Bozen to Ferrara, or 200 kilometers, this is the new entry of the year, uh, from Bozen to uh, Mantua, Mantova, mm -hmm. or the all 600 from Munich to Ferrara. So it's two days ride, but in these two days we have four different events. Uh, it's all organized as these uh, riders that are subscribed to the different brevets, they, in the end they can ride uh, together because uh, our logistic place is Bolzano, it is in the middle of everything. Uh, who does the 600 kilometers uh, is uh, suggested to sleep in Bolzano? It doesn't sleep much, of course, but at least two, three hours on the mattress. And they have the possibility to start the day after with the group that is joining just the Bolzano Ferrara or the Bolzano. Makes sense. Get so again, idea. we are trying, it's a, it's a randonnée, but we gave our... Um, uh, winter point of view uh, so we we are thinking about we are thinking about running as a as a tour as a, something touristic because in the end we are going from germany we pass austria we touch switzerland and we are going down to italy uh, through uh, art cities as a bosen as a mantua as a ferrara garda lake and the characteristic is that it is all on cycling path oh wow so no main road, no national roads. Cycling All cycling path. path. So we have 650 kilometers of cycling path. And this is uh, something incredible. And for this reason, the event was mentioned on the magazine Sonier mm -hmm. as one of the 22 epic events all around the world. Uh, here, the epic part is not given by the toughness of the route, uh, but from the landscapes. From the fact okay. that on second path you are passing from Germany to Italy, and every fifty kilometers there is something different to see. 
Okay, so you would consider then the Rando Imperator, you would consider not tough, a light ride. Mm, no, <laughs> no, but uh, I must tell you that the idea that people have, uh, especially because of the fact that is, uh, we are promoting a lot this part of the cycling way, uh, they subscribe thinking that it's going to be easy. But we have chosen as a period the beginning of May. Exactly. What? Start, start, stop, stop everything here. What the hell? <laughs> Why? That's it, complete the perspective of the event, I must tell you, because uh, first of all, in May, you arrive with the psychological and the physical condition that are not the one that you have probably in July. Exactly, exactly. Or even better in September. As a good friend of mine says, KOMs are made for September. Yeah, that, but that will make it very easy. <laughs> Not very much easier. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, and then, of course, we are crossing the Alps. At the beginning of May, on the Alps, everything can happen. We perfectly know that even in July and August, everything can happen on the Alps. Exactly, exactly. In the Stelvio, for example, last year, for me, I found a huge ice storm. Uh, and it was the beginning of July, but really huge. It was really freaking freezing. Yeah. So, yeah, I can imagine in May. Exactly, everything can happen. And then uh, we have this uh, first part of the 600 kilometers, so the, the Bavarian part and the Austrian part, where the cycling path is on uh, gravel roads. How many kilometers of gravel uh, Around roads? 50 kilometers. So it's okay. quite a big part of that. Um, yes. But this uh, gravel road is an uh, incredible one because uh, you cross the fern pass on the gravel path and personally is one of the most beautiful spots on a cycling way that I've ever seen in my life traveling. You said the best one. Yeah, right? the best one. Because uh, okay. you have this uh, little bridge, wooden bridge attached to the rock with 400 kilometers uh, deep of nothing. Uh, and then you, you start riding down and you end up in the middle of a fortress and you cross the fortress. Because we have to remember that we are on, on a, a Roman way, right? So yes. we have these uh, incredible spots on our side while we're cycling. And then you, you, you start from Munich and uh, as soon as you get out from the, from the wood, you start seeing the Alps and you see this uh, snow on the Alps and, you've, and you, and you cycle these 100 kilometers to get to the Alps, but you always see them. So that makes uh, this running better not easy tough because you don't know the the condition you're gonna have i always say the running imperator it's uh 70 percent head and 30 percent legs okay as you you're saying that's just because you're putting it at the beginning of the season so nobody has the legs but the head you're supposed to have it all the yeah time. let's say that um if you don't start if you don't prepare it, uh, your your mind if you don't prepare technically also uh, mm -hmm. you really risk to to leave the event because uh, we have lost many riders on the Alps because of the cold, because they have finished the, I don't know, the, the, the pastille, the, the freni. Ah, okay, okay, okay. The brakes are completely fucked, yeah. up, fucked up. Okay, perfect. Why people are just braking a lot? I do Because uh, on the first part uh, that is gravel, uh, very often in Bavaria it rains, so this is another component of the difficulty. Uh, okay. and, you know, when the, the road is dirty, it comes into the brakes. And then you have to do, go down in the fan pass. You have to go down in, from the region pass. And that consume, consume completely... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pads. The pads of your brakes. Okay, that's why I'm going to go with the, with the disc brake anyway. Or, for example, another thing. We have uh, many riders that are coming from the experience of Grand Fondo. And they, they find themselves uh, to have... Uh, average speed in the first 100 kilometers or 30 kilometers per hour. That doesn't make any sense. And of course, they when they start the apps, they are completely done. Uh, maybe they they are used, you know, to, because because in the ground fondo you have these 140 kilometers that you can keep uh, keep pushing. So you basically, you keep your uh, your body warm. But in the 300 kilometers, uh, you don't have all this energy to, to burn in your body. So at one point, you finish the energy and uh, your body starts uh, cooling down. Uh, so we had a uh, few of them stopped in, the, in one of the refreshment points up to the region pass because they couldn't manage the, the freezing. Wow, okay. 
So, well, uh, let's go on that. Uh, put everything there in the content. Uh, no, I just want to ask you the first question and before and after that, I'm going to ask you a couple of tips because I'm going to take part of it. But the thing that I wanted to ask you right now is, okay, so it's really tough. It's really shenic. It's really, really, really cool. But what do you see usually from the face of the people that are actually arriving to the end, to Ferrara? I think that most of the people that are coming to the Rando Imperator are people, a lot of people, let's say, are people that already took part on it the, the year before, maybe, right? So it's really an event that keeps your eye and your feelings and your emotion really busy. Yes, so you need to consider also that the, the final arrival is under the castle of Ferrara. Oh, come on. So imagine what that means for a foreigner, for example. Mm. Um, so basically you have these uh, arrivals, uh, I mean, these writers that are, arrived there and uh, it's difficult to express now what they what you can see in their eyes uh, there are many things uh, there are some of them there is surprising some of them there is uh, oh my god never anymore but then after a week they they already asking us when we open the subscription for the next one um, you see tiredness but in uh, the same time they are uh, joyful and uh, I don't know. It's something. It's something strange. Uh, and okay. also those ones that are uh, very well prepared, uh, you can see them. They are completely done. Uh, sometimes it happens that because uh, of course when you arrive in Ferrara, it's usually dark already. Uh, there is this last part from uh, Mantua to Ferrara that uh, it's it's completely flat. Actually, probably we are losing some some meters on the way. Uh, but. Uh, it's uh, very monothematic, mono, mono like uh, there is a, you are on the river, on the, on the side of the leader, and this is for 90 kilometers, the last 90 kilometers. Usually the wind is uh, against you, and it never ends, right? So you have these uh, people that at one point, they, they're just losing their minds, and they start calling you. Oh my God, I'm here. And I'm asking, but yes, but here where? <laughs> yeah, yeah, here, close to the river. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So some of them, I understand from the phone that they are uh, really lost. Uh, so I try to convince them to, to go down from the river to ask uh, somebody where they are so they can give me the better information. Uh, and once it happened that there was this, this guy that uh, in, uh, in two hours, uh, he did uh, five kilometers in a line because he was constantly going around in the same area. Uh, and I told him, look, uh, really, stop somewhere, have a, have a sleep, and I'll see you tomorrow morning. Don't worry, we're going to be here. We're going to wait for you. We're going to have breakfast together. But at least I know you are not lost on the river. <laughs> yeah. No way. Okay, I can completely see it. But I wanted to ask you another question. Uh, with the Random Imperator, especially there up to the Alps, I... I think that there, I don't know where, but over there, there is this amazing scenery where you can see that there is um, the tower of a church, but it's under the water. Are we passing by there? Yes, yes. What is the name of that? Because I've seen it only on pictures, and uh, I really can't wait to have yeah, a Yeah, it's uh, the Campanile del Lago di Resia, that means the... Of the lake, yes, because uh, there is the pass, so re uh, pa uh, region pass, then okay. starts the lake, and inside the lake there is this uh, this tower because uh, of course it's an arti artificial lake, and uh, and there was a village that had to be covered and moved to make space for the water, so they have kept this tower have, uh, have a icon of what was there before. Yeah, that's magic, really yeah. magic. I mean, under the tower, there is still uh, the village under the water, right? <laughs> the old village is still there. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes a very iconic part of the Rand Imperator also because uh, in that moment, uh, you have uh, crossed the Alps. So now you are simply go, you have simply to go down towards Bozen. And, uh, and it's something, yeah, something very impressive. Okay, cool. So, okay, let's start again from here. Uh, this is for sure one of the spots, the spotlights, and actually the best places that you're going to crash into with the Rando Imperator. Can you name another couple of those that you really think, okay, these are special places that you're going to So um, I, would, I would rather say the, the one I expressed also before, so the other pass, the Fern Pass, uh, okay. it's all in Austria. 
and uh, and the part of the fact that it's gravel you really have uh, uh, an experience of climbing the Alps uh, in a in a walking path basically and you cross this fortress uh, um, you have this you have this bridge or for example when you go down that uh, the second part so from Bozen to Ferrara that you don't have any more um, you don't have climbs anymore if not just a little part but that little part brings you to, on the La- Garda Lake that is uh, another incredible spot and then from Garda Lake you get this uh, sighting way to, towards Mantua and you cross this uh, little town Borghetto it's one of the nicest uh, borghi so villages in Italy for example so you have many many little uh, different spots cool and yeah so okay start actually also again from here from the amazing spot that you're gonna cross with your bicycle there so for sure i would say that you need to take with you a camera but what else do you need okay just put everything on me and then we can talk about general things so i'm gonna first of all the event the random imperator is happening uh, is starting at the 4th of may and it's gonna take place 4th fifth also three days or two it's days. uh it's two days of cycling and okay. uh, then you have the possibility to for example for an italian to get the coach on on the friday before that brings you to munich and okay. foreigners that are starting starting from munich, munich cycling on the monday there is the coach that brings them back to munich so, okay, two days of riding, the 4th and the 5th of May. Um, I ain't gonna, by the way, uh, my birthday is the 7th of May, so probably this is gonna be my celebration for my birthday, but this is a small bracket. Um, and nothing better than riding the bicycle on that. And you have said that, okay, I'm gonna make the, from Munich to Bolzen. So, apart from the camera that I'm gonna take with me for sure, what, would, what do I need to take with me? A sleeping bag? some bicycle bags or only myself a couple of clothes because probably it's going to rain and something like fresh clothes are going to be good uh and that's it what would you suggest and food as well yeah for sure more than a couple of clothes okay <laughs> so the bag is mandatory to have. yeah dress i mean this is an event where you need to be prepared for the winter temperature and the summer temperature okay so you need all what you have uh, of course, uh, you're gonna be heavier, uh, but it might be worth. Um, then, uh, can I drop it in your car? Yeah, you can. You can leave it as a dropping bag. You can, uh, but you're gonna find that in Bozen and in Ferrara. So you ah, okay, the okay. unit, and then you don't see the trolley on the on the during the ride. Okay. 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 So it's worth it to have a bicycle bag. Yeah, you need to have a bicycle bag. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, as I said before, the the change for the brakes, uh, new tires, uh, new uh, copertoni. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The tires itself and the yeah. inner tube as well. Even if I think I'm gonna go tubeless, but yeah. Okay. And um, the if you have the GPX uh, tracker. Yes. Uh, if you don't have, don't mind because uh, we have uh, stickers on the on the way, so you all signed. Okay, uh, you just need to look properly on the uh, on the way if you uh, wear our stickers. Um, and I, I would say that's it. Uh, A power bank, I think, is useful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, the power bank is very useful. Absolutely. Yes, use yeah yeah yeah. Load the the lights as well. Yeah. And the time because you usually start at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, right? exactly. So you have the first part in the dark. Uh, usually around uh, 6, uh, it starts lighting. Okay. And then, uh, I don't know, what, what, what you think is going to be your average? Did you, did you think about that? With the stops or without the stops? Uh, in general. Stops. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I actually was, be, was thinking about being pretty... Yes, conservative on that, I would say a little bit, let's say 18 hours. 18 hours. Yes. Yeah, a bit below the 20 kilometers per hour, I would say. Okay, so you will arrive uh, in Bozen with the dark. Mm. So yeah, so the power bank is very useful to to recharge the the lights as well. Mm -hmm. And and you were saying about uh, also food. Uh, 
Uh, on the way, in the reality, there are uh, many bars. Uh, so apart from uh, if you are used to bars, I don't know, or some part of bread. So brings, of course, uh, it's important to have something uh, with you. But we're going to have a uh, few refre- refreshment points on the way. So you need to consider that every 100 kilometers, there is uh, an organized point where you have the possibility also to have something warm, for example. Okay. Um, and in your case, as your birthday is going to be very soon, uh, we're going to provide a slice of cake for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would prefer actually a bit of drinks, something like some booze. But anyway, it's also a piece of cake <laughs> is fine. All right. But never before because I'm pretty superstitious. So okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> We're gonna celebrate after, better. <laughs> okay, perfect. The arrival. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, but yeah, it makes completely sense. So you provide as well some support for sure. There's gonna be some support cars right there, right? Uh, not really. Okay. Uh, it's the unsupported event. Uh, of, you, you're gonna see us around because uh, uh, we go because we are we are driving uh, parallel to the riders. Mm-hmm. So you will see us on the refreshment points. Okay. But with, apart the pumping wheels, we don't provide any other uh, support. It happened in the past there uh, somebody broke the bicycle, somebody couldn't manage to, to continue. Uh, luckily, we are on the, uh, we are in the valleys in valleys where there is always the rail uh, railway. Ah, okay. So you can catch the train and go whatever. Yeah. You can catch uh, a taxi plus the train. Uh, the only part that is uh, uncovered it's uh, from um, I mean uh, on the region pass. Oh yeah. There is no uh, railway. Okay, 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 okay. So you have this uh, 50 kilometers of. Uh, of nothing perfect and then it's a perfect moment for a nice and amazing walk yeah exactly <laughs> it makes, it makes obviously in case of uh, extreme emergencies we are around and we always uh, try to do the best we can mm-hmm. but you can imagine that uh, as we are trying to follow the riders uh, we are busy to to organize the to keep the event uh, together yeah, so yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. The group, uh, it's really important to keep the group together. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, so, okay, I will actually need to to get a bag for me and uh, also, as I was saying, huge eyes to check all the nice spots that are going to be around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be hard. <laughs> no, I know it. I know it, especially because it's very You have the time to, to, to look at the landscape. But uh, maybe you, 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 it doesn't seem that you are looking, but you are uh, absorbing it. So it will all stay with you, trust okay. me. I want to ask you another question because this is a huge doubt that I have with me. Um, do you think, because you mentioned already also gravel and everything, do you think it's better for me to come with my hammer, so with my road bike? It's still a steel bike with 25 millimeters tires, so kind of something really versatile or it's better for me to come with the 3t explorer with 650b tires so 47 millimeters and a bit more uh, in the mood of doing some gravel yeah i would suggest the second one okay um, as uh, i mean I, of course there are many riders with the road bike and they can also ride on the on the gravel part of that, apart from the uh, crossing the fair pass. Okay. They are choosing uh, the the normal road, uh, but they are really missing a, a good point of the random random parallel. So I would suggest to have a gravel bike. Uh, obviously, in the second part of the random parallel, you will lose a little bit in speed. But uh, we are not there to compete. We are not there to arrive half an hour before. We are there to enjoy the complete event. Yes, yes, yeah. I'm thinking about yeah, maybe the assets. So the um, yeah, the setup that I can have is gonna be actually my 3T Explorer with my 650B tires, so I can be also super comfortable with that. And maybe I can put something like I don't know. Thinking about tires, uh, I have my WTB byway that has leak in the middle, but rougher a bit on the side. A bit Perfect. more for for both of the things, so for the road as well as for the gravel. So probably I will come with this. That's perfect. 
perfect setup. Amazing. Uh, let's see if I, we can add something else because we talked. Ah, yeah, for sure. Uh, talking about highlights and special things. Are usually the participants to the event or people over there relaxed as whatever, or there, there's also somebody really, really annoying? There is an episode that actually got you really pissed and say, okay, I'm not going to do it anymore because these people are really too annoying. Did it happen? Yeah, it happened. Uh, obviously, we have a very, very different type of cyclists there, right? Uh, we have those riders coming from Gran Fondo that they have a completely different style from even from our as organizers, and and with them the relationship is a little bit more um, more difficult because and I speak about relation because in the end also for us organizer this is an event that we really feel it uh, deep in our hearts because in the end we are passing with these people we are spending with these people three days yeah and for them. Uh, we are at a ferment point because they are, we have to remember that the Italians, for example, are abroad. And many of these riders, uh, they are in the age of 60, 65 years old. Mm-hmm. And some of them, they never uh, went abroad even. Okay. All right. So it's a very particular condition. Okay. okay. But that makes the event, uh, uh, I mean, this is another good point of the event because uh, it creates, it really creates a community. Uh, and we have this, uh, this uh, is, is a friend now, but it's all, it, the French started because uh, he, he joined the, the first bike night here in Ferrara and then he, he continued cycling. He got really passionate, but uh, his, uh, his name is Hermes. He's from uh, Naples. Hi, Hermes. <laughs> Hi, Hermes. I hope you're hearing us. <laughs> we will uh, be sure in order that you can hear this. We are talking yeah. about you. <laughs> And this guy, you know, has, a, has a, such a strength. He, he really jumped into the bicycle, but he doesn't have any culture at all about cycling, about uh, riding, nothing. So he, he went to a um, Biciclaro, a, a cycling shop here in, uh, in Ferrara. He got the first bike he could find with a li- really little money. And, and on the day of the random path, because he decided this... Uh, crazy stuff of joining the Bolzano Ferrara, he asked a friend to borrow him a bike. So he, he cycled not even on his own bike. No way. Yeah, and uh, but he, got, he, he made it, right? And it was uh, really on the, on the final time because we have uh, 21 hours to get to Ferrara, but he made it. And it was so, you know, it became such an incredible thing for him. Uh, I don't know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's incredible. But this guy, you know, is... I don't know. We say in Italy that it's attack like a costa. Ah, okay. So it's one of those that is always to you, always asking questions. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So every day, the, the month before the Rand Imperator, every day, half an hour on the phone because he has so many doubts. I was uh, doing even for him a, a kind of training plan. But, you know, it was uh, such an achievement for, uh, for him and for us that he stayed in our hearts. Is he going to participate again or...? No, because for the now he left the bike and he got passionate about uh, kitesurf. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys then with a new passion every year, all the time, 100% on the passion. Yeah, so at the moment he's in Tenerife doing kite. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. No, okay, okay. I want to know him at a certain point. Probably he's going to be there around. Don't worry, we'll contact you after listening to this. <laughs> perfect, perfect. I can't wait for that. Amazing. Um, okay, I would say that is enough. I just wanted to ask you, let's say, the last thing and this. Okay, we got everything out there. We know when the Random Imperator is happening. We know what are the bike the, the bike nights. We know actually that in Capodanno there is the right to Capodanno, but where people can find all the information about yourself or where people can find you around, tell us. Yes, so the, we have, uh, of course, the different socials active. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find uh, ourselves on the social with uh, the name uh, WeTour, that I, I spell. Yeah, it's W-I-T-O-O-R. Okay. Uh, and we have, of course, the webpage that is uh, wetour.com. Perfect. Okay. There you can find all our events and you have the possibility to subscribe to them. Perfect. And then you are going to be as well at the Cycling World in Dusseldorf in, yeah, the 30, the 23rd of March, right? Exactly, 23rd and 24th. 
uh, we're gonna be there. It's gonna be for us the first experience of an expo abroad, mm-hmm. and we are going as the event of Run Imperator. Okay. So please uh, uh, feel yourself welcome. Uh, come to to visit us. Uh, we're gonna give you all the explanation of what's the event. We're gonna show videos and pictures, and we are gonna be physically there, so okay. you can meet us there. Are you gonna bring with you also a coffee machine? You know, the German people really are in love with with Italian coffee. You should do it. Yeah, that's a good point. We're gonna make it. Yes, yes, exactly. And then if you go there and you say that actually, okay, you know what? I listened to your voice while it was on the Calamaro podcast, so in the Broomwagon. Or you know, I've listened to Broomwagon all the time. Then give these people a coffee for free. Thanks, absolutely. Yeah, let's do that, please. Come on, people need to have a bit of love, not from me because they would never receive a love from me, but at least from you. <laughs> Perfect. Then, do you want to add something, Simone? Mm, look, I think we have uh, we have said everything, and uh, I'm I'm look I re- I'm really thankful because uh, this was an incredible uh, interview, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's the first time for me in English, and I'm sorry if my English is going down when I was living in London, it was much better. But uh, no, no, we we spoke about everything, and thank you a lot. Perfect. Then the last shootout over there that I can say is okay. Just go to the Vitor webpage and social media, whatever, and hold tight because on the 4th of May, I'm going to be participating to the Vitor Rondo Imperator. And so probably we are going to create also some live content out there. And I will try to be as uh, good as Hermes to be a muscle on attached to your car and speaking with you or whatever also because i don't think i think it's going to be a pain for me so you're going to listen to my voice a lot guys no worries we are there also for this reason (laughs) amazing amazing so okay thanks a lot to the both of you ciao fabio even if you were hiding under the curtain over there and we will talk to you soon we will talk soon for sure and we're gonna see each other on the 4th of may thanks thanks camaro ciao ragazzi guys Ciao, ciao ciao I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be one of those annoying participants to the event this year, that I'm going to call them all the time. Actually, I need to call them because I didn't understand, because it looks like in the registration, I need to have a UCI membership card or whatever. I've never had any team card in my life because I'm not a professional cyclist or whatever close to competitive cycling. So, guys, what do I have to do over there? I don't have this UCI card. I have, anyways, I have the medical certificates. That's obvious. But, yeah, what about the membership for a team in the UCI team? Ah, okay, uh, we're going to figure it out. Anyways, just remember, the guys of Vitour are going to be at the Cycling World of Dusseldorf this weekend, 23rd, 25th of March, of July. I'm so fucking dreaming for some vacation, people and uh, give them an i5 from my side because i cannot be there this time i need to ride my bicycle people because i need to smash i will not smash i think that the mountains are gonna smash me on the random imperator on the 4th of may this year i will wrap this episode just telling you all my contacts that are hello at calamaro.cc that's my email then calamaro.cc on facebook and on instagram Read Calamaro on the Twitter and don't forget to share this episode with all your friends and enemies and grocery uh, grocery people. You know, when you're going out just dreaming for a sandwich and you're talking with your um, in the grocery store with some clerks that are there. Okay, I would love to have a sandwich with mortadella and uh, aubergine with some olive oil and pesto. And by the way, Broom Vegan is on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, wherever you listen to your podcast. Don't forget always to have a look to the 3T website with their amazing bicycle that are there. And uh, maybe if you want to order something, just write down that you listen to that on the Broom Vagoon from Calamaro. And high five to everybody. I will talk to you next week. And anyways, if you're going to the cycling world of Dusseldorf, send me a message and give me the first impression that you got out there because probably we can squeeze it inside of this podcast like we have done with the collective last week thanks to john bye everybody i'm losing my voice even if it's just early in the morning i will talk to you soon 